Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's New Hollywood Podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos, and I'm here with... <laughs> Amanda and Duca. And we are fresh off of the Emmys. Not yes, fresh off. yes, we are. We were there yesterday. It was, it was, it was last night. Yeah, it was last night. Um, so, yeah, we got to cover the carpet. What, what what kind of like you got the trend stuff because I'm not really into the fashion but well, you were like, saying like you saw a lot of like with yellow yeah was yellow was a big thing and of, it was a gold carpet and it was a gold it, carpet to, I guess to commemorate the 70th is that mean gold that's not gold I don't know well, I know but I think like, that's, that's what it, it wasn't it, really gold it was like beige <laughs> I think it was supposed to be gold but you know but yeah yeah we got you know covered we talked a lot a lot with people about like a lot of guys had a lot of things to say about, about the Me, Me Too, Too movement yeah. and then you know I wrote about that on the side guys check it out <laughs> um, but yeah it, it and I think the ceremony itself. Was, I kind of liked it. The pace was good. It was a good solid. Was fast. Three. I mean, you were there too. You yeah, I thought the pace was good. Yeah, but I thought too. it was kind of a little dull. <laughs> I mean, I it, mean, it was. I mean, granted, like it came out today. This was like the the lowest, the, it's the ever lowest been or something. Yeah, but you know, I was talking to someone. There's like, oh, no one really watches award shows anymore unless you're in the. Industry. But nobody watches yeah. TV in yeah, general and anymore. So and then people I, need to take that into account when they're doing lowest. And also, I think people are looking for. Meme worthy, yeah. YouTube clips, yeah. Instagram clip moments, and I think they delivered a lot of. Oh those. yeah, yeah. Uh, the the proposal. <laughs> that the, was definitely like a the proposal. Like, did you see Le- uh, Leslie Leslie Jones? <laughs> Leslie Jones. Yeah. She's like, she like stopped. Like, it was like her proposal. She was like shocked. Like, she was getting <laughs> I, married. She had the best face ever. ever whenever that happened. Um, and then like uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che hosted. I liked it. I liked them. I they liked kept. The, them. I liked them. They kept the the show going. I, I mean, so. uh, we were backstage and. Um, from what I saw, like on the screen, they played really good cruise directors, and yeah. uh, I think the, one of the main jokes they they touched on diversity a lot. A lot, that. yeah, they had to. And I think you really like the Michael. J. Yeah, <laughs> I like the whole crack. the whole like my mom doesn't like the award shows full of white people because they never thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like Amy talk- Sherman Palladino yeah. won twice, and then there he's like this white lady won twice, and she still didn't thank God. And then yeah. he was like, somebody thanked a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. Daniels. Yeah. I mean, and like that was that was funny to me. There was there was that, and they had like the diversity intro. Oh, the intro, yeah, and then yeah, the okay. reparation Emmy. Oh, which, that was, which was funny. Which was really funny. Um, but you know, we were just talking about this about how you know, yes, there was a lot of people of color nominated, but most of them won last week at the Creative Arts Emmys. Whereas at, I don't want to call this the main event, it but is it's, the main. it's a, it's a prime yeah, time it's Emmy. It's a prime time Emmy. There wasn't really any. There were a lot, tons of people of color who were nominated, but barely any winners. Like the only ones who won, Darren Chris, friend of the podcast, <laughs> and former half, guest. Yeah, he's, he's half, half Filipino. Filipino. Um, yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race won. Um, also a friend of the podcast yes. and former and guest. And he won for host too. Yeah, so. and I think that's the first time a comp- reality competition show and the host won oh, in wow. the same year. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure. And then Sandy Newton won for Westworld. Westworld yeah. She was shocked. Yeah, she definitely was. Regina shocked. King, Brenda Jenkins, aka Brenda Jenkins <laughs> from 227. Yeah. Um, she won. 227. <laughs> this is her third? This is her third yeah. time. She's like, she's, this is, she, she's had a, I think she's been nominated for four, four years in a row. Yeah. This is the first time she's won in the lead category. Yeah. This is for seven seconds. Yeah, for seven seconds. And then um, Ryan Murphy won representing LGBTQ community for assassination of Johnny Versace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Do you do you, do you think? <laughs> I think you really have to like consider because Tiffany Haddish was backstage. She won last week. She yeah. won last yeah. week, and she came backstage, and somebody did ask her like, "What do you think about you know that there isn't 
a lot of winners, winners. that are happening right now in the uh, actual Emmys. Her yeah. yeah, her answer was basically, well, it was kind of twofold. Yeah. One, it was, you know, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. I can't really respond to that. But two, also, I won. I'm holding an <laughs> exactly. Emmy right now. Exactly. Like, you know, I know. Like, why are you asking me exactly. this question? Why are you like downing my moment right now? Like, and it's like I, won. So, I think it's so cool that I was surprised she came backstage because she wasn't at the Creative Arts Emmys to do her acceptance yeah, she speech. Wasn't, yeah. So she took the opportunity to come backstage and talk to us. And it was really fun. And she was all, y'all are not even paying attention. I know. She's <laughs> like, if this was a comedy show, I would have like. Because we were all talking. She, but she was all, I get that y'all are doing your yeah. job. So y'all, it is kind okay. of, you know, it is kind of, I guess it's just kind of rude that when somebody's back there, we're all and just we're, typing up. But yeah, but yeah, that's uh, what we got to do. But like, speaking of Emmy nominees, I mean, Insecure, uh, Issa Ray got nominated and her co-star Yvonne. oh yeah that's who we have on the podcast <laughs> this week is Yvonne Orji who yes. plays Molly what do you said you relate to Molly really I'm a lot. Just I just loving her story arc yeah this season. yeah right. she's yeah she's I think I mean I've loved her character from the from the onset. I I love her Isha like I always say like her and Isha's relationship on the show like is my me and my friends yeah. in real life. Like the way they talk, every and the way they argue. From, exactly. Yeah. Everything the, from the way they talk, where they argue, what they do when they hang out, everything is like well, so I like I've loved that show since its beginning because I'm like this is this is me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is me, my best friend. Like this is how we talk. This is what we do. This is what we talk about. We talk about guys all the time. Yeah. This is what we do. Like, it's just it's just like, I don't know. The show is just so easy to relate to. Yeah. Um, and it just got renewed for a fourth season on HBO, which obviously means it's it's well it's, it's being doing well, well received. Yeah. yeah. And then so yeah, and then uh, Yvonne just talked about like kind of how her excuse me, her own morals play yeah. into, you know, how she separates Molly from yeah. Yvonne. And I think what, and I think one thing I'm, I was really happy to have her, um, one reason why I was really happy to have her on the podcast was because I, we're both first generation Nigerians in America. And a lot of times, like you think of being, you think of Hollywood as something as very sinful, that if you have morals, you can't be a part of this, this city. But like, I feel like Yvonne is a great example of somebody who is very outspoken about her spirituality, and she's and she she's, can still exactly ex- succeed. And in to the me, industry. she's a testament. I mean, she's yeah. a testimony in her own self, like what she's doing, and I and I think she's a testimony for for young girls, young, young Nigerians that want to be in this business. Like, you don't have to give up your morals. Yeah. You can still be. You could still be a you Christian. Be you could still be Christian, spiritual, yeah. whatever you want to believe in, and still do this job, and still do, be great at it. And you. And on top of that, have a platform to speak about your spirituality and to share, to, to share, you know, your experience or to share the whatever you want to share. But yeah. I think, to me, I think she's it's a great. She's yeah. she's been a great speaker and also, like I I appreciate what she's doing. Yeah. So next year when she wins yeah, the Emmy, exactly. she'll be thanking. She'll be thanking God, <laughs> thanking like God and us. <laughs> and, no, but no, she will definitely thank God. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so without further ado, <laughs> here is Yvonne. Well, thank you, Yvonne, for being part of this new Hollywood podcast. Yes. I'm actually really excited to have you here because yes. you're, you're you're part of this group of like Nigerians. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased. I'm yes. rooting for my people. I know, right? No, it's fine. There's some Nigerian coalition. Yes, and we're having a huge moment right now in the mainstream. We're um, seeing there's a lot. Our music is popping. Like you know, our clothing is popping. There's a lot. It's always been popping. I, I mean, feel like yeah. other people are discovering it, and now they're like, exactly. It's, like, it's, it's like no, we've been great. Exactly. 
exactly. Yeah. We've been amazing. But like for you, what is it part of, what is it like being like a figure of this moment right now? I think it's just so dope because like, I mean, Nigerians are very loud. We're just like, <laughs> like it's just our thing. Like we're like, we're loud. Like even when we are failing, we're like, we never fail. Like it's just like, we're like loud exactly. about like not even doing well. It's just like, wait, what? And so it's just so dope to come in. And, you know, I remember when, I was watching um, like the rise of Uzo Aduba, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like she did it, she can make it. And I'll never forget it. My parents had no idea like what I was trying to do. And then Lupita won the Oscar. I remember getting a, a text from my mom like, your friend has won the Oscar. I'm like, I don't actually know Lupita. Like, don't know, but I like that you think we're yes, all yes. like in commune together. And it was, but it made it made so much more sense for her. Like this thing that my daughter wants to do, like exactly, ah. like but like in entertainment. That's what it's. And also, like Lupita is from Kenya. Just so yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want anyone to think we're trying to claim but she's her. African, but, but you know, yeah, she's, yeah. It's, it's one, one, one continent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like that was a very real moment that my mom was just like, oh. Continue. Maybe one day we will celebrate <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, and I think now you have more first generation than Americans looking at like now it's not just Uzo. It's like me. It's Cynthia mm-hmm. Vivo. It's mm-hmm. Lovey. It's Bose. Yeah. It's, it's all of these players from all different countries in Africa that are like being loud mm-hmm. about being here and being present and having their voice heard in such a very major and beautiful way. Yeah. It's so funny, like especially with immigrant parents and like when we go into like a lot I was just talking to one of my uh, uh, friends who's from uh, her parents are from Iran and from Mexico and Mm -hmm. how they were like all they come up to her and they're like, "Oh, did you see this fight between Cardi B and 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 Nicki Minaj? What do you know about it?" Like they they automatically think think if we live in LA, <laughs> you know we know everything that. about. Like my sister texted me. This has nothing to do with like any. She was just like, "Oh, I heard Brad and Jennifer are back together. What do you know?" I'm not like, <laughs> like I don't I don't know. This is the first time I'm actually hearing this conversation. I was working. <laughs> what do you think okay, I do that, for work? That is none of my business. I was like, "Oh, and plus we don't cover that kind of stuff." <laughs> yes. No, but it's like, yeah, but you grew up in an immigrant, uh, with immigrant parents, mm-hmm. like Amanda and I both did as well. And of course, there's this like kind of narrative with immigrant parents where it's like, oh, you're going to be doctor, a doctor, lawyer, lawyer engineer. engineer. The there you go. Oh, yeah. the, 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 the Trinity. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the LE. The Forfecta, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, I think it's with, especially because like they just, of course, they want the best for us and mm-hmm. we understand that. But, you know, but they still, but when you say you're going to be an actor or a comedian, and they, I don't know if they, you know, maybe not so supportive of it because they, they were kind of veering you in one direction. They cried. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we can say it. They cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that being said, who were some of the people that inspired you and kind of kept you motivated to be all, I'm going to see this through? You know, I think it was a lot. Well, one, I didn't just like wake up one day and be like, I want to be a comedian. Like, yeah. it was very much like, I heard God tell me do comedy, and I was like, nah, bruh, I don't think that's gonna work, because that's also how I talk to Jesus. Um, <laughs> and like, nah, bruh. And, you know, because I knew that the driving force into the entertainment industry wasn't like a, like a wishful thought or like, mm-hmm. I was just like, a, you know, I'm free. Let's let's figure this other thing out. It was like, no, 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 no. like, I have real debt. Like, I have, like, oh, Sally made a lot of money. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I have like, a two-parent household who loves me. Like, why am I purposely like going Putting broke? Yourself, yeah. 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 yeah, when I could be eating three square, <laughs> three square meals a day. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so that's why I know, like, okay, one, the faith aspect of it really 
was the thing that was like, well, you know what? Either I'm lying or Jesus is. And I think he has a better track record. So I'm just going to like keep going in that vein. But at the same time, it's also like the nationalistic, the country pride in me too was just like, man, if I fail, it's not just Yvonne Orji failing. It is every Nigerian girl who mm. like didn't want to go be a doctor that's mm. like I could be failing because, mm. and it's also like every body in my village who was just like well we sent her to america and then mm-hmm. she has nothing to show for herself oh my god you know this yeah. is like now i'm failing like a whole entire country and like a whole village so for <laughs> me it was just like the pressure was on so it it wasn't even like oh i looked at so-and-so to like maybe one day be, it's just like i just don't want to fail yeah literally yeah. just like i'd rather not fail mm-hmm. and that was the the constant motivator of keep going keep mm-hmm. going keep going like you know what Psh- it was hard for Joseph too, but he was second in command at the, at the end of it all. He was mm-hmm. he got put in jail mm-hmm. and he got lied on by Potiphar's wife. These are all biblical examples. <laughs> in case I'm like losing a lesson. Yeah, just, yeah, it's like a Bible study today. <laughs> but it was just like it didn't. It, it, it had some bumps for Joseph, no, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he made it, or you know, like I'm sure, like you know. Jesus, the Holy Spirit appearing to like Mary, like you're gonna have a baby. She's like, wait, what? Uh, (laughs) We're not even married yet. Like, I just got engaged. Like, don't you mess this up for me? Like, they stone women out of you know wedlock, but it was just like, well, if it works, then it works. And I just kind of had that like, if it works, wow, you know, like then it works, as opposed to like regret and never Mm. knowing if it would work because I never tried. So for me, it was just it was either like fear of failure, and I was like the fear of failure Mm -hmm. was more poignant than just failure Mm -hmm. or than just fear. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just like, no, 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 no. We gonna keep going. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. a good story. It's like, uh, so you were your own inspiration, you could say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You you just kind of were self-motivated. It was was self-motivated because also there was no one like I could like turn to like immediacy like in like Nigerian culture. They did it. So I'm going to do like that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's it's very different. Like, yes, I could see like other Americans thriving and be like, maybe one day I'll have that story. But even when I found that Issa was absent of Galiz, I was like, that's Mm -hmm. even more powerful. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, I love it. And mm. I could be like, mom, she's in the Glees too. Like, you know, like another African that's doing exactly. it because like that adds just like another layer of like mm. the pressure. Um, and so, yeah, there were, I mean, there were so many people that I looked at and was like, man, if I can have a career like Angela Bassett or, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, uh, there's so many people that were like so dope and were creating phenomenal content. I mean, growing up in the 90s, I watched everything TGI Friday, mm-hmm. you know, like all of those 90s sitcoms, mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince of Bel Airs, even um, Carl Winslow. <laughs> you know, I was just like, listen, like these shows were freaking awesome. And yeah. then like they just kind of went away. So there was like a whole like generation of folks who were just like, do black voices exist on television? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like, I know they do because mm-hmm. I was there. Like, I watched them. I remember even like in the dramas, New York on the cover, mm-hmm. and you would wait every week to be like, who's the musical guest? <laughs> you know, because you know, like Mary Jane Bond would perform. Yes, and you were just yeah. like, like people would like literally go there and like launch their new single, mm-hmm. and it was just like, did you watch New York on the cover? And it's like those were the things that like black voices were doing, and then. Psh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now there's like this resurgence. So now it's like a really great time. But you also have a lot of creatives who are like, how do we make sure that doesn't happen exactly. again? How do we make yeah. sure that, you know, we are here to stay and it's not just like a fad. Like it's diversity. Not, yeah. It's not a moment. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not a trend. Yeah. yeah. Like, like diversity is not a trend. Like black people yeah. cannot be black anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that, and we're seeing that like beyond, like even like with the crazy rich Asians phase, like mm-hmm. they were like, oh my God, Asians watch movies. That kind of. <laughs> yeah. But it's just also like when people are surprised at like the buying power of like people non-white yeah. Non-white. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, like I, I say it all the time, like Nike made a killing off the uh, Nigerian jerseys for the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Like they yeah, went yeah. in like what, 30 yeah. minutes yeah. and then they went, yeah. they made like millions of dollars and like, do you understand? Like Nigerians love other things. Than exactly. Nigerians, like, we, we will <laughs> finance anything. It's like it's like oh, Ferragamo made like a green, white, green version of. They'll buy it. That's yeah. our, it's exactly. like, and it costs five million dollars. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? You start seeing yeah. all the millionaire Nigerians. Exactly. Yeah, rocking <laughs> the, the Ferragamo. That's yeah. true. And it's like all about just being seen. I think it's like oh, they yes. noticed us. They exactly. noticed us. Exactly. And I think I think the more Hollywood like notices people because it's just like crazy bitch Asians I'm sure like it's just like bruh they've been here like, <laughs> like exactly. why is this the first like in 25 film? years or something huh? yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like what like even like with the whole Jeremy Lin thing like when like Lin Sanity was going on oh my on. god I remember that. yes and it was just like yeah it is a moment because like Yao Ming was probably like the last like like notable um like uh, Asian basketball player mm-hmm. and it's like Jeremy Lin is like dope and it's just like yeah, but like, guys, it's not a fact. It's not a yeah. like. Yeah. What if the NBA like maybe invested more in in like Asians? Yeah. Like I don't know if the Asian community is like big on basketball. Yeah. I have. No I know idea. Filipinos are. <laughs> so then it's like, well, then let's like target that group. Yeah. You know, but it's just kind of like it doesn't have to be like such a like what? Yeah. Moment every time something dope happens. Even like Black Panther's like oh, they made money in China. It's like, <laughs> it was also a good like, movie. What? Yeah. No, like the goal. Obviously, the ultimate goal is that this all this stuff would not it would just be a thing like it wouldn't be like oh this is the first the first x first female the first whatever it's like let's just have these things just be like a normal everyday like oh this is dope can i I can say shit yeah yeah. (laughs) and also even if it fails that's fine no i think that's uh, that's the that's the thing is that we have to like people of color marginalized communities have to have the opportunity to fail like yeah white communities yeah. and the, and yeah. the, and that was actually what i was fighting for more than like being a comedian or being uh an actress it was like can i have the opportunity to dream something else yeah because mm-hmm. that's essentially what it is like yeah sure like it's hard to be a doctor it's hard to be a lawyer it's hard to be an engineer and and, and so we're not like putting those things down but it's like you come can to I- america with the opportunity to like land of the free hold yeah, the yeah. brave yeah, yeah, yeah. explore like someone sat down and was like hmm what if we have a social network for people to like communicate with people that they've never met, mm-hmm. i.e. Facebook. And mm-hmm. now you see like people getting married off Facebook. Now you see people like meeting their long lost relatives. Like yeah. I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg did not see that when he sat down to like code and whatever you feel about like how the inception of that was. Mm-hmm. Whoever, yeah. whoever sat down to code. Well, like what, you know, like that was not like what they saw. They just yeah. saw like, this could be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. it's like so, immigrant yeah. groups like need that opportunity to be like, 
could be fun. Exactly. Or yeah. this could actually not work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then I could also go back to my master's program. <laughs> <laughs> because like right. my master's degree does not expire. Yeah. You know, like, yeah it's like exactly. I've earned the master's. I can always work in public health. Like sure I'll take like a, a class to re up on like whatever knowledge has happened in like the five years I've been out of it. But like yeah. what if this other thing works? Exactly. Yeah. Or what if this other thing fails? At least I tried. Yeah. Because yeah. like I guarantee you, I mean God forbid if Black Panther or Crazy Rich Asians did not make as much money as they did, they'd be all, we're not doing that kind of stuff anymore. Whereas if it was something like a, you know, I don't know, like an Anna Kendrick fronted film that failed, they'll be all, oh, well, let's just try again. They're, yeah. they're, no they're no also, shade to Anna Kendrick. Yeah, they're, <laughs> also, they're also like very mediocre films that win awards. Oh, yeah, my God. so <laughs> mediocre. And people are like, oh, but did you see it? And because it's like everyone, like it's kind of like if everyone in production didn't drink La Croix, would La Croix still <laughs> yeah. be like a thing? Yeah. Like, But it's like, it's almost like if you don't drink La Croix on set, like what kind of water do you like? Who are you? Have you tried the new pomegranate one? Like, like, do I even like this kind of water? Exactly. Like, Wait, I, can I say that I don't like this Oh my water? God, I don't like La Croix, guys. <laughs> okay, I hope there's just no La Croix. Yeah, no, right? right. no, no, there isn't. Like, I'm not saying I don't like La Croix. I'm but, just, like, saying just saying that yeah, it's hard to like go do something like I do like the different. La Croix reference though. <laughs> I'm like, I never, I, I don't, I don't like bubbly drinks in general. That's why, but. But it's just, it's like it's like there's so many like films and things that people put out there and you're just like why is this out this there is, yeah. Yeah. yeah people yeah, are yeah. like falling over themselves for like okay that's cool like here's the thing the beauty of life is that you have choices mm -hmm. so it's just like if this i.e. I think mediocre thing can mm -hmm. exist then like this other mediocre thing can exist mm -hmm. can we talk about that in the same way we talk about this thing mm -hmm. or like can that win awards in the same way this is winning awards and if not, if the answer is no why yeah you know yeah, it's, yeah. speaking of choices I, I want to talk about your spirituality because you've you've been very outspoken from uh, about it since the beginning early on did you feel like did you feel the need to hide it or was there ever like any kind of uh pressure to not be as vocal like maybe you're scared that people here would not receive it as well or was this just something that you never I didn't it was never I well one I couldn't hide it because mm -hmm. I think God made it very uh impossible for me to talk about my inception into Hollywood uh Got without it. mentoring Holy Spirit told me to do comedy because mm -hmm. it's like it wasn't my idea like mm -hmm. I wasn't like hmm, you know what I'm gonna do today do a hot five set like no <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not I'm not that like witty or like I don't even know like it's scared. comedy still scares the crap out of yeah. me it scared the crap out of me when he told me to do it in 2006 so it's like there's no way for me to talk about like why you guys are even sitting here mm -hmm. talking to me but were you ever like scared to be like oh people are gonna receive me as like a crazy person or something or that's like, for them yeah like that's no. like it's not like Good I can only I can only speak my truth like because mm -hmm. if, if you tell me like oh I wanted to paint this wall blood orange because it reminded me of that time that like I squirted water balloons and it, we it was filled with paint and, and it was like oh that, that's great that, that's your inception story like mm -hmm. I can't be like that was a dumb way to, to paint this yeah. room mm -hmm. it's yeah. just like no it's for me it's like it's my authentic journey now I'm not saying like hey everybody in this room we're gonna lay hands on you and everyone's gonna get saved <laughs> like that's not like I'm not I've never been the one to do that I'm just saying like hey this is like what works for me, my faith yeah. is a driving force for me. And it's like, if you like anything about me, just know that a part of what you like is also like my faith but, yeah. because that is the foundation for which, you know, a lot of things in my life are based on. So I think, I, and I just think that people have come to like appreciate it because it is my authentic story. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like, I don't have to, 
it's also not something I can hang up. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm like, whew, thought I'd been a Christian today. <laughs> Let me tell you, girl. You know, it's just like, it's part of who I am. So it's like, it's almost like saying, like, can you not tell people you're Nigerian? It's yeah. Like, that's okay. impossible. Yes. That's yeah. Impossible. I, I mean, I know like a lot of people that I've met here, it's like they're, they're Christians, but it's like you want to be like the Christian, but not the like, you kind of want to hide it because a lot of people who you don't know like what their beliefs are. You don't know if like they're going to perceive you as, oh, so, you know, some so-and-so told me to do this in my head. It's like that, that can like be construed as, oh, this person might be like a crazy person. And so also like, like Christians have given other Christians a bad name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like exactly. Christianity like, in yeah. general is has been like, well, all religion really like has been just drugged through the mud mm-hmm. with good reason, um, and so it's just like it's not, it's not like far off to be like, yeah, like you don't want to be, yeah. And so that's why, like for me, I work hard to be authentic yeah. because it's like you know what, the same way that you've probably encountered a Christian that is crazy mm-hmm. or that is just like, like the ones that are I, in the street with the you're going to hell and yeah. you're you know, or I just don't even think like you actually believes yeah, and it's just like exactly. using Christianity as like a front oh, yeah, and like exactly. but really like they're like cursing at your mama like in front yeah, of you yeah. and behind your back. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, from like the same way you've run into those Christians, it's like, hey, maybe running into me will let you know like, oh, there's an, there's another there. spectrum. Yeah. It's the same way you run into like a horrible Hollywood executive and you're like, oh my God, everyone in Hollywood is trash. Mm-hmm. But then you run into like the very nice Hollywood executive who, who like said yeah. hello to you. And, and wants like, to actually help you. And yeah, remembers yeah. your birthday. So it's like, if you meet one person, you can't be like, ah, everyone in Hollywood is a crazy crackhead. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's like, no, they're, I've met phenomenally nice people in Hollywood and who've helped me in my career. So it's just like, yeah, there are a couple of bad apples, but mm-hmm. like, that doesn't spoil the bunch. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Full of knowledge. Yeah. I just know you are. <laughs> so let's talk about Insecure because um, you play uh, Molly, Molly, obviously. Oh, oh my. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel judgment. No, 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 no. no, no. That, that was like that, a deep the way, sigh. The way you said it was Molly. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was more of like, oh, Molly, I relate to you, girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, that Molly. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, your character, you know. It's okay, I can take it. Yeah. No, no, I, I like Molly a lot. No, we yeah. love Molly. Uh, but, like, you know, your character's very, like, you know, sexually liberated. She curses. Like, these are these things that we, we've spoken about, like, these things that you don't you don't necessarily do in your real life. How do you manage um, playing a character that you differ, for, you differ from um, morally? I mean, I imagine that Denzel Washington <laughs> has never been a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a crooked cop. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I think in the same way that we're not like, Denzel, mm-hmm. how were you able to infiltrate the drug market mm-hmm. and become a kingpin? Like, you would never ask him that question. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so, it, but in the same way, it's like, you know, there are things that as an actress, like, I won't do. Mm-hmm. And there are things that you're like, okay, how do I meet this vision for whatever this character calls mm-hmm. for and still protect my brand? And yeah. it's just like, now let's walk that that balance and find that like fine line but mm-hmm. at, this, at the same token it's like Chris Chris Rock, Chris Rock played a crackhead like I've, yeah. I've been on tour with Chris Rock I, he's not a crackhead like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. you know and so it's just like you you have to become some of these characters or you have to do things that like there's no uh, kind of 
foray into it from you know from yeah. your personal standpoint and so you just have to figure it out but at the same time it's like you protect your moral yeah. high ground however and you I, can I think that's really important to talk about because especially being Nigerian a lot of our families are super you know we're deep into our Christianity yeah. and so you see like Hollywood and Hollywood is uh, Sodom and Gomorrah no, the, the right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah yeah. she was like let me act like I yeah. know <laughs> anyway so you see like you know people that's that's the perception of that you know our our people have but it's not necessarily there's no there's no rule about it right like it doesn't there's no there's nothing that says that you can be in hollywood and still not be a believer yeah so i think that's really important to talk and, about and for, it's like I, I plan on being in hollywood and never being naked exactly <laughs> like exactly on, and it's like i haven't yet and molly is sexually yeah. liberated and it's just like oh i haven't seen yvonne's areola and yeah, you yeah, will exactly <laughs> um because no. that's not yeah, hashtag no <laughs> molly areola <laughs> no areola show yeah it's, it's really important because like i said a lot of maybe that's another reason why parents are very hesitant about their kids getting Go. into this business because they think that all this you have to do all these things and that's not necessarily the case yeah you can and, and, and you also have to live with the you also have to live with the idea that like there are some roles you will not be able to do because yeah, yeah. some directors really want this and as long as you're fine with that like for me it's like at the point to which you want full nudity, yeah. you don't want me, and yeah. that's okay. Because then there will be another movie that, like, that you can do. That what I you can want. do, yeah. or you know, or like, I'll just write a movie and then I can put myself in it. And then there I, you go. You know, like whatever. Like the thing about it is, like, you can't like setting certain morals or setting certain like I, I don't, I don't want to call it limitations, but just uh, bar barometers or boundaries about your career, about what you will do. It's like, okay, but like also no, it's, it's kind of like if you're like, oh, I don't want to date a guy that X, Y, and Z, and then you can't be mad that you don't have a date on Friday night. Yeah, it's yeah, like because you're exactly. like, I don't, I don't want to date this, and if this is what's presenting itself for me to go out on Friday night, either like, I don't believe what I say or like I'm just settling now. Exactly. And so I think you just have to you just have to understand what the reality of what comes with whatever boundaries you set. Mm, yeah. And the reality is like I'm sure like there's some directors like oh my god I really want to work with you and you'd be great but like ah the way I envision this role and this character it's this and it's like well yeah. let me know when you have another project for me cuz I also want to work with you too. Mm. That's and that's great. okay. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That's life. Yeah, life yeah. is about choices and life is about sometimes you don't get the breaks but like maybe there's another break for you. It's, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. 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 So like it, Molly in the most recent season, she's she's moved to a, a new job, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's it's a, it's a black firm. Mm -hmm. And to me, like it seems like she's a it seems like she's a little bit more uncomfortable there than she was before. And have like and it's I you know in a way of, you know, I kind of relate to that. Like, I kind of like this journey she's going on mm -hmm. right now, especially like, you know, trying to interact with your people or yeah. who you think you're people, but it doesn't necessarily always. Yeah, yeah, man, so yeah. at the white firm, Molly was a magical Negro. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, her blackness was her superpower. Mm -hmm. Like she was also a good lawyer, yeah. but it was just also this like thing that made you more special. Like, yeah. I don't know if she was the diversity hire, but mm -hmm. it was just like, Molly. Like yeah. anything you do is now like with the shine of like, and the black girl did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, she goes to this new firm and it's like, well, everybody has the same superpower, honey. Yeah. So it's just like your blackness isn't what's special anymore. It's like your work mm -hmm. and like how you play, how you work well with others. Like that's actually what's going to like get you ahead. And so it's it's kind of like she didn't understand that like by virtue of life and how things have transpired in this country, like 
and all black firm will be will have certain disadvantages than like a company that you just came from that like had all these perks. And so it's kind of like, yeah, you you go to an all black firm, but understand like they might have some limitations. Like the clients that were comfortable going to the all white firm, maybe aren't comfortable going to the all black firm, mm-hmm. even though like all of you can do the same work and you make it even do it better. But it's just like ah, so like the the resources, the like financial backing that the firm you just came from might not exist at this firm. So she mm-hmm. hasn't quite like g- gotten her mind to like wrap around that mm-hmm. reality of where she finds herself. Yeah. And so she's still operating in like this uh, world of prestige or not even prestige, that's not the word I'm looking for, um, like privilege yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a way that exists that m- this company doesn't Um, and also it's like also Molly like they gave you your rate they gave you like everything you asked for and like um, and negotiated for so it's like that's good Mm -hmm. so now everything else like just work around that you know figure that out but she's stuck she's so stuck in her head Mm -hmm. and is not trying to you know, she wants everything how she wants it when she wants it on her terms Mm -hmm. and she doesn't realize it like sometimes life doesn't work like that Mm mm-hmm and that's like a lot of millennials, like yeah. <laughs> millennials. I was like, let me instant, say that word. Right. gratification. Yeah. Like the name of the yeah. I mean, I, here's the thing. Like, we were just having this conversation with someone, and I was like, you know, I am so happy that I had to work hard for everything, and now, like, I can reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, uh, like, a family member who's just like, yeah, I want to major in theater. And I was like, and your mom just let you? <laughs> like, like, I know, right? Like, you don't know the struggle of having to get two it's, other degrees that exactly you're not going to use before, before you can get the theater <laughs> like, degree. Like, you just you just said yes, and they signed off, and, like, they're going to pay your student loans. Like, you know what? You're not going to make it. Like, I'm, I'm like, maybe you are, but yeah, it's just but, like, yeah. the, like, the, 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 like, the, the struggle to like be resourceful and the struggle to think outside the box and the struggle yeah. like that creates innovation exactly. like that creates like a way of thinking that someone else who just like showed up mm-hmm. doesn't have mm-hmm. and like for me I'm like that is a thing that like I'm not trying to say every millennial doesn't have that but in such a in, we, we've created such a world now where things are so like easy like yeah, my biggest yeah. thing that I hate when people like want to meet with me is to ask me something that's Googleable. I'm mm-hmm. like if you can find it on Google mm-hmm. please don't ask me like mm-hmm. because it's like that means you didn't do any research that mm-hmm. means you didn't even do like a quick like da 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 like yeah. oh okay like it already exists but it's just like some people like that 30 seconds to Google something mm-hmm. they don't want to do that no and that's such a I'm like I grew up with Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, yeah, right. You and get- I'm not that old, y'all. So it was yes. just like, the volume one, two, the, three. And oh you had God. to wait for like for K to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and you couldn't check them out at the library. <laughs> you could not. You had the photocopy. Listen. <laughs> and I still remember floppy disks. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. and microfiche. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. And I'm not trying to say like, let's go back to the Stone Age. Because right. obviously like no, technology yeah, yeah. has helped it with advancement. But it's like, what else has technology helped in like doing mm-hmm. because i think it's helped in making people like uh, lazy like mm-hmm. or like <laughs> i was like can i say that but like no, yeah, I think it's, it's helped in making people like not think like anymore like how like we had to like how are we going to do this yeah Woo! no yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It is instant gratification i do think yeah. about i'm like i i'm so bad with directions i don't know how i'd be able to drive without like a gps because when i started driving it was 
you you have but it's like i just think about this like i, I wouldn't be able to do that with that but also but like, remember just, yahoo maps yeah, yeah before yeah. the gps exactly yahoo maps so like you have to you, print it out print it out before you left the house and like if you made a wrong turn it's like well you know <laughs> you gotta <laughs> figure it out around. but i'm you're right it's From like you, getting lost yeah, but, like, exactly. and you, but you figure yeah. it out and that's like the like, that's you were talking about like you, you become really like innovative and smart and how how to like navigate your world it changes yeah because you find a street that you're like i didn't know that street was there exactly but yeah 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 i mean i remember calling places and being all how do you get there? Yeah. And then they would stay on the phone and say, you turn left here and mm-hmm. I have to actually physically write. I yeah. don't handwrite anything that much. Yeah. I still I still write cards. Like, I still handwrite oh, cards. I'm probably the only That's one fun. that, like, buys, like, stamps from the <laughs> <laughs> I do because I have to pay bills. Yes, but. well, I, yeah, there's that. But I also, like, those commission checks need to be sent yeah, yeah. But it's, I also like getting, like, mail. Yeah, And I so it's like, if I like getting mail, let me send mail so that people know that I like getting mail too. But even if I don't get them back, it's just like, it's just a thing of buying cards. Yeah. And like, I go to like, Marshalls and Ross and buy like the big cards <laughs> and like write them up. Just thinking of you, so they're like really like oh I want to start doing that. They're yeah. really like three bucks, and, and then yeah, like and it a takes stamp. It take that much, and time, then they'll really. call me yeah. and they'll be all, "Why the hell did you send me this?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this is the worst. I definitely sent like a letter, and, like thinking like, "Oh, they're gonna get it." <laughs> They did not check their mail. <laughs> and I was so mad. I was like, bruh, check your mail. It's like, like I, I like I sent it ahead of like going to visit this person. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, I look, I visited them, <laughs> spent time with them, left them before they even got the letter that was there like two weeks before I wow. got there. So I was like, you know what, this is the one time it backfired on me, but I'm like, check your mail. <laughs> check your mail from that one. Like, but but it was like, but it was still cause I had just I had to like like Convince my mind, like, all right, whenever they get it, it'll, it'll be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. And so finally, I got like the picture, like, you sent me this. I was like, <laughs> look at the date. Like, look at the date. It was almost a month ago. But yes, I did send you this. Um, yeah. So like, you know, switching gears a little bit from handwriting cards. <laughs> to, well, like, so in the New York Times recently, uh, uh, Viola Davis had an interview about how she talked about regretting doing. Like, she had some regrets about the help. I don't know if you read this about how you know, the, the, the characters in there weren't seen, the black characters mainly, and how it was another white savior movie. She didn't say white savior. She just kind of, you know, alluded to that. But, like, have you ever been, like, what is your kind of stance or your, your opinion on these kind of movies that have black characters, but they are saved kind of in a way by, you know... Um, you know, in, in the case of The Help, Emma Thompson's character. Emma, the, Stone. Emma, Emma Thompson. <laughs> Emma, oh, <laughs> Emma Stone, excuse me. This is deadline. Thank you. <laughs> um, or like even in The Blind Side, you know, because she did get a lot of flack, honestly. Some people were like, oh, you should just be grateful. You got a job or whatever. You got an Oscar nomination for this. But she didn't, she didn't say that. She wasn't putting down the director or that she was just like, oh, I just wish that they would have focused more on mm-hmm. the black characters. You know, it. I think this whole notion of like you should be just grateful mm-hmm. is like, like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Like, put Viola Davis in the room toe to toe with any other actress. Mm-hmm. Like, grateful. Like, she didn't just get here because <laughs> yeah. she got off a bus and was like, I got a dream. I got a dream with $15 oh, yeah. in my pocket. What are we talking about? Like, yeah. so the, the notion of like, the, the, the fact that you still have people that have that mentality, I think, is the larger problem. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. If, if those people who have those mentalities are the ones green lighting shows or the ones directing shows or writing shows, then that feeds the larger problem. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think more than just like, oh, is there a savior? Like that's not that's not the question. Or that's not the answer we should be looking for. It's how do we now inspire and 
and uh, motivate storytellers that can see outside the box mm -hmm. or they can't even show people like hey this is this is why this character might be flawed or problematic mm -hmm. is there a way that we can peel back the layer on this character mm -hmm. and not be met with like what do you mean yeah because at the point to like i would never tell a jewish person how to be Jewish? Exactly. I would like, never be like so. Rosh Hashanah. I don't know. <laughs> like I would never. Like I like I have no. I, I, yeah, yeah. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. <laughs> like I would never. Right. So like at the point to which you're like I'm a writer. Like I know the black experience, yeah. and you're not black. And you're like ah, mm, I yeah. don't. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and so, but you do have a lot of people who are like I've been in this industry. I know. Like this is the black experience. And you're like from from what. I'm black and I don't know the black experience because I'm like Nigerian American. Yeah. Yeah. I find out new things about the black experience from blackish. And I'm like, right? <laughs> it's Juneteenth. Seriously. You know, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. like I'm sorry, I watch other shows. I'm like, what is this Juneteenth they keep talking about? Mm -hmm. Let me do my research. Or like, Atlanta or like other shows yeah, yeah, that yeah. show like black characters, different experiences, different experiences. Yeah. even Insecure. I learned stuff about yeah. the, being a black woman in Inglewood or in Anywood from Insecure and I'm playing a black girl. I'm like, so wait, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it would it would be dumb of me to be like, hey guys, I'm black, listen to me. Exactly. It's just like, no, no, yeah. no, like I'm nine. Even being Nigerian, I can tell you about what it is to be a Nigerian Igbo woman because there's like a several different tribes in the country. So it's like, just because you have one voice doesn't mean that like you know it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not even of that like community, how dare you say, yeah, exactly. trust me, I got it. I don't, I don't, I don't trust you. Um, and so I think, I think we, the conversation should be opened up to be like, how do we allow the voices? Like even on our show, like I'm so proud of our writer's room because we have everything from a gay black guy to a straight white guy who's married with a kid, you know, like writing for two black girls. It's mm -hmm. just like, that's, yeah, that's, that's so diversity. Yeah. That's yeah, like, exactly. cause everyone's, everyone's point of view matters. Everyone's exactly. like worldview of like, okay, so if this happened to you, has this happened to anybody else? Exactly. Okay, how do we now put it in the framework of these characters and and, and then make it authentic in their world? Yeah. Um, and cause it's like, there's so many experiences. Like every white experience isn't a monolith. So why do you think every black experience exactly. would be a monolith? Yeah. Yeah. Like we just had an episode. I'm like, I've never done Molly, but Molly mm. was on Molly. <laughs> and I'm like shooting the whole episode. I'm like, Okay, so what what does drunk look like? <laughs> well, how should I act? You know, like what what like what sensation or emotion am I supposed to be feeling yeah, right now? Yeah. Also, like who's done drugs? In this <laughs> you know, right. and, but it's just like that's an experience. Like I I'm tapping into like I have no and like and, and when she's like I don't want to be high no more. I'm like I wouldn't want to be high anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> this looks very messy. Yeah, you know, and so I think I just think that it's just important for new voices to be allowed. To, to come up so then you don't have to have marginalized characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people look at, you know, Issa and Molly and say like, wow, you know, what's really great about them is that, like, they're fully formed characters. It's like, yeah. So what were a lot of the characters on We Got Y'all? Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. were like a lot of the, like, you know, like the friends, yeah, like yeah. We're, we're finding out more about them. It's like, because why do you want to do a show where someone's just like the butt of the joke yeah, yeah, yeah. or like mm -hmm. the comic relief or just like like I don't know what sound effect but like how about one line and then they're, they're out and then yeah, that's yeah. it it's like can we get more meat out of them like can we get a, a backstory an arc yeah. like what makes them different than the characters on 
girlfriends or something. Or, or, or yeah. any, like, like any other show. Any like, other show, yeah. You know, like, you have Young Sheldon. Like, why is Young Sheldon? Like, I don't know how many whiz kids there are in the world, yeah, but, like, yeah. people love Young Sheldon because yeah, people love the sure Big Bang. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> and the Big Bang Theory. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know any, like, Einsteins, but, yeah, like, yeah, but somebody... Regular Joe Schmoes are like Big Bang Theory is so fun. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you even know what two times sixty four is? Like, without getting the calculator, I don't exactly. Know. But like, wait, wait, one twenty eight. Joe Schmoes in your head. He had to like carry the one and like divide the four. But I saw him counting on his. Toes. I was like looking up at the ceiling. He's like counting with his fingers on his chin. But you know what I mean? Like, but that show attracts somebody. Yeah, and exactly. I, it's always funny when when people are like. I get text messages like, my coworker likes your show, and she's white. I think they whisper it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a best kept secret. And I'm like, well, yeah, because it's funny. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and what's so crazy is I think a lot of people see the the ads and they see like two brown skin girls and like, "Mm," and they decide, I don't know if the show is for me, Mm -hmm. which is just like, Black people haven't had that luxury to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like if if you're a writer and you're like, you haven't watched. Game of Thrones, and you enter a writer's room, and everyone's talking about Game of Thrones. And you're like, oh, I don't, I don't watch that. Then they movie. get on you. Then oh it's God. just like, ah. So now you're like, ah, I gotta watch. And like, who, who's the audience for Game of Thrones? Like, yeah. has anyone been to the wall? <laughs> has anyone seen a white wall? Right. What wall are we talking about? You know, it's just, it's like science fiction, but it's just yeah. like you, you don't say like, let me, let me like take my mind out of this realm that I'm not familiar with and put one on so mm-hmm. I can enjoy this show. It's like, you know, if you see a show about two it's black girls, it's like, yeah. maybe there's something funny, exactly. you know, about this show that's just funny. Yeah. And so I love it when white people watch a show and non-black people, because it's it's not a just for this exactly. group of people. Mm-hmm. If it if entertainment is supposed to move you, it's supposed to inspire you, it's supposed to, like, introduce you to, like, a world that you maybe don't. If our show does all of those things, then just appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's a good show. Yeah, so. and I learn a lot about LA too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know any. I want to go to that I taco. Place. What's funny? <laughs> is worldwide tacos. What's yeah. funny yeah. is like someone like commented on Twitter. <laughs> this is a hysterical. Someone come on commented on Twitter like, "What kind of taco place takes an hour for tacos? <laughs> like this is like so fake." Meanwhile, like I went, we did another interview, and this guy was like, "I gotta tell you, I went to Worldwide Tacos <laughs> and." It took an hour, like, and this was before the episode came out. Yeah. And he was like, I wish somebody would have told us to, like, order ahead of time. And I was like, just keep watching the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wish we can talk to him and yeah. be like, you see, we got it. But, my like, God, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go there now. But I have to order, call ahead. Call ahead. <laughs> call ahead. Yeah, I didn't even know that place, but not if I ever want to go. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so, obviously, the show is doing great. It got renewed for another Four season. season. Yeah. Um, and then you will also have Night School coming up. September 28th. Yes, with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Just all the funny um and then you're you're doing first gen still right doing first gen um we like are still trucking along it's just trying to like get all the pieces Mm -hmm. together you know development takes a long time um you know still trying to do that and but we're still hopeful i think this is you know when i released a trailer in 2015 it was just kind of like a hail mary like Mm -hmm. please someone see the show and and think that there is a a a space for a Nigerian American show on television because a lot of times when you see again when you see black people you're like we got blackish right that mm-hmm. that covers all the bases yeah. right <laughs> but but it's just like no there's Caribbean Americans yes, there's, there's African Americans yeah. there's Nigerian it's Afro-Lati- like yeah, there's Afro Latinos yeah. there's like there's so many different groups and so for me I just didn't like anytime you you heard Africa on TV it was either like a caricature coming to America mm-hmm. love the movie but mm-hmm. caricature of course, yeah. or like fleeing genocide Hotel Rwanda it's like 
there's got to be like, like a comedy, a yeah. middle yeah. zone. Cause like we're funny. We Have you been around? Have you been around that? Have you seen us? So we're so funny. They're fun. We're, we're no. calling people foolish ghosts yeah, for no exactly. reason. Look at these foolish ghosts. It's just like why? <laughs> also, how did you know the they, goat was foolish? They have the best insults. Like, oh, the best have insults. The best insults ever. And so yeah. for me, you know, like it was. It I think the show was like an alley oop yeah. then because now I guess in like a post Wakanda <laughs> America, yeah. you know, I think people are like, oh yeah. It's like great, yeah. We're in a post Wakanda era, and I think now people are like Africa, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe we should do. Yeah, a thing. yeah. No, no. And so, like, are y'all from Wakanda? <laughs> I just, I just met with the film exec, and he was like, I, I told him I'm Nigerian. He's like, y'all are everywhere, and I was we like, are. yes. He's we like, are. That's gonna, so good. I want to do something about you guys. I want to do something. I was like, that's that's. We are. Don't you worry. We're doing <laughs> it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You can finance it when we do it, but we're oh, yeah, doing it. And then that's why. That's why. Yeah. Thank you. No, no, no. We got it. We got it. We, we're we here. Got, we got y'all. <laughs> All of y'all. Yeah. Um, and that's why I did yeah. Jesus and Your Love, the yeah. podcast yeah. With, with Lovey, yeah. because it is literally like two things we can't live without, you mm. know, like our, our, our pride in like the things that we do at home, like which is eat jollof rice and mm. like our our pride in our faith, which is like where mm-hmm. the Jesus part comes in, is what like drives us and motivates us to like continue staying in this business. I'm like, Lovey's was supposed to be, I think, an engineer, yeah. and like mm-hmm. she makes a living writing yeah. now, no, and it's just fantastic. like, and you're like, but her parents are like, wow. So a pen, you're going to use a <laughs> pen to, to, to <laughs> advance your life. <laughs> and it's like, yes, yes, I will. And so like just the opportunity to share those very real, very funny stories. Like we can laugh about it now because like the pain is over. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's why the podcast exists. And like when I tell you there are people who are not Nigerian that listen to the podcast, there are like people who are married to Nigerians that aren't Nigerian and they're like, oh my God, you've helped me like really understand my wife or my husband mm-hmm. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Good. Or, you know, and so it's just like kind of like people don't even know what they want or need till they receive it. And it's like, when did you exactly. know you needed a ride share? Exactly. Like you were just so comfortable like suffering through getting a, a cab, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, or just like suffering your friends. They're like, can you pick me up a Melly X? At four? When ride shares first came out, that was weird, wasn't it? Because you're just like, you're getting you're a car stranger, with a stranger, <laughs> and now you're like, uh, like this? Oh, you're like, you go to another go country. To the country, right? And like, you're like, is Uber, this like, here? Yeah, like I look at, do they have Uber? Do they have Lyft? Like, how am I going to get around? But it's like, yeah, you don't know what you're right. You don't know what you want until you have it. And so, and that's why I think representation matters yeah. because you don't know what story you're missing if you don't have the voices there mm-hmm. who are allowed to tell yeah. those stories or share those stories. And so that's why I'm like, you know what? If the only reason like I made it is so that like we get a slew of other creatives from different countries awesome. yeah. to come to come aboard and be like, hey, I got the story to tell. Great. Mm-hmm. I'll produce it. Mm-hmm. Great. I'll finance it. Or great, you know, we'll 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 power together and we'll I'll EP it. Like mm-hmm. because how else? Like if the door doesn't get opened, um, and there's someone at the table who can vouch for that person, how does that get yeah. done? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh I mean, God. yeah. Yeah, everything that you're saying is why we're doing this yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's, that's, why doing, that's why we're yeah. doing it. That's why we're doing it. I mean, it's like, wanted, yeah. and people don't realize, like, like you said, like, there's so many stories within the black community. Yeah. And it's not, and then, like, with crazy, like the Asian community, there's, people don't realize there's, there's Filipino, there's yeah. Chinese, there's Japanese, there's Korean, there's Laotian, there's Malaysian. It's, yep. There's, each person has a different kind of story, so. Yeah. Thank you for fighting the fight. Yes. <laughs> and even, even the stereotypes, like, it's funny because it's like, Nigerian, when you think about like the super, like, uh, like, what is it, like, like the super minorities or the super smart, like, Asians are the ones who are like, they're the smart ones. I'm like, have you met a Nigerian? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
don't we exactly. have that? Why don't we have that stereotype? Exactly. Like, why is it always the email scams? I was like, <laughs> we <laughs> are God. super smart. Like, I why don't we get paid? And sometimes those stereotypes aren't true because I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there there are problems with stereotypes across the board. Yeah, exactly. But it's but just like, why? Like, like why yeah, do? Yeah. Why don't we get? Like, there was an article that came out. and It was like the 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 most advancing or the like newest advancing immigrant group in America might surprise you. And I literally before I clicked on that, I was like, it was if it did, like I was like, if it doesn't say Nigerian, I'm gonna burn this article. Uh, like, I, and literally, I clicked on that. I was like, duh. <laughs> you know, because it's just like, why? Why? Why, why yeah. would it surprise? Here's my thing. Why would it surprise you? I don't know. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I read it and I was like, this makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just because people are not exposed to that kind of stuff. So I, I mean, that's what, that, like I said, that's what we're, we're here for. That's what you're doing. What you're doing is just to expose the world to different facets of people because there's we're multi-layered. And yeah. There's so many of us, and there's so we're all. So and there we're doing dope ass things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and even if you're not doing dope stuff, that's yeah. cool too. Exactly. Yeah, that's just live your life. America. <laughs> exactly. America just, affords you the choice to like not do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Just do your thing and. Live your life and be happy, and don't let anyone call the police on you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm like, who called the police? Who called the police on you? I feel like he's projecting. I know. Okay, happen? that's another podcast. <laughs> this is like therapy session now. Okay. So we're just gonna wrap it. We like to wrap it up with like a full fun questions. We yeah. call it the facts. The just, facts. We just came up with like the facts thing. of life. Yeah, no, the like, facts spelled F A Q. That's a good. That's a good reference. <laughs> the facts. Because that's gonna take be, the good. F A Q. Yeah. The facts. That gets in, that gets into my next. The first question is: <laughs> If you could replace a sitcom, a family sitcom with Nigerian family, what? Family would it be and why? Or what sitcom would it be? What sitcom? Yeah, 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 what sitcom family would it be and why? With a Nigerian family. Thank hard. (laughs) Wait. It would be two of them. Okay, Okay. that's good. Everybody loves Raymond. Okay. That would be a good one. That is. And Fresh Prince. (gasps) Yeah. I would. I feel like. Can you imagine? Like Will is the like Nigerian cousin yes, that comes that to comes visit, <laughs> and he's just like out of place in Bel Air, and they're like, I don't understand why this boy is doing this nonsense. No, go to the pool house and just stay there. Like it would be great. That is I good. Like I, that like that. I like that. I like. I like yeah. both of those. Again, yeah, everybody. Any uh, producers? <laughs> it's my idea. You can just finance it. Right. Like seriously, let's copyright that right if now. If we see like the freshers of Bel Air, like Nigerian edition. I'm like, what the heck? I know. Hey, Will, call me. You and Jada, let's talk about it. Yeah, go reference this podcast where I said it first. Um, Anyway, so obviously the last episode of Insecure, we had a surprise. (laughs) You guys were so mad. Okay, this so long. Okay, okay, here, here we go. So yeah, because spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it already, I don't know what your problem is. (laughs) Lawrence popped up at the end. He's back. And the Lawrence hive went. They crazy. went so mad. I think okay. they went more mad. crazy than at the end of season one yeah. when he was with Tasha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I was like, definitely, yeah. definitely more crazy. No, they were. Yeah, so, yeah. like, <laughs> what's the craziest thing you've ever read or anyone has ever approached you from, like, from the Lawrence Hive, has anyone approached you or has anyone tweeted? What's the craziest thing that someone uh, has I said? I think Jay actually did the, the countdown of like the mm-hmm. best five reactions mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um. Nothing. I think people were just like mad. People were just like, "Ugh, God." I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, do I even want to watch the show anymore? I'm like, you should. <laughs> I know, you should. Right? No, that, that one shouldn't make you want to watch the show like, more. Exactly. But it was just, but it was just kind of like people get so invested, stuck. Um, and and here's what I say so, said to that. It's like even if he never came back, because I'm like, in our mind, we already knew he was yeah, coming he's back. Come back. But even if he never came back, it's like 
isn't that also like life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how? Like Issa was famous for saying, like, how many of you keep talking to your ex? Exactly. Like why? Like when you break up, it's like, I right, bye. I hope I never see you again. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and also it's like it was also Issa's fault. Like she cheated on him. It's just like, so what you want him to, like to be in the yeah, yeah. in the picture for? But it was also kind of like as creatives, it was them trying to do something different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's funny, I was just saying to somebody, like, Donald Glover does Atlanta, and there's some episodes, like, he's not even in it. Exactly. And it's like, technically, Atlanta's supposed to be, like, he's the mm-hmm. main character. And for anybody other than FX or, like, any uh, network or studio that has the ability to be like, let's try something different, they would be like, st- make the, they'd make the creators so stuck and be like, no, the main character has to be in every frame. In mm-hmm. fact, he has to be in 80% of the shots. Versus, Whereas FX is like, so this is just going to be a paperboy episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's try it. Let's yeah. see. And that freedom to be a creative. So it's like, thank you, HBO, for yeah. giving the writers the freedom to be creatives and be like, if we're having problems trying to figure out where he fits in Issa's world mm-hmm. while she's trying to like leave We Got Y'all or like leave Daniel, it's like, why don't we just hold off yeah. and bring him in later? And the network being like, okay. Yeah. I think it's just good storytelling. Like, but, I mean, story <laughs> but it's like, but people. And it makes sense. Yeah. But people are <laughs> yeah. just so force fed. Yeah. Like, this is. Like, people get, so people get invested, obviously, yeah. in the show and in the characters, which it makes sense. It's a good show. So yes. that's, it's a good sign that people do. But it's like, I guess Twitter and, and being on social just kind of empowers people to like feel like they, they this is the story that they want to yeah. hear. But so it's also they, like, they, if this is the story you want to hear, that probably means like it's been heard before. Exactly. Yeah. It's been exactly. done before. Exactly. You've seen because it before. And like you said, it's real live. And like, when that happened, those final seconds, I audibly gasped. Yeah. yeah. I was all, oh! and that's what she <laughs> but, but also, it also happens in real life when you've moved on and you've had this just amazing kind of with this other guy. Yo, ex pops up. You don't want that. Uh-huh. But like, and also the setup. Oh my God, that episode was so good. That, <laughs> the setup to that when they were, when it was Amanda Seals and mm-hmm. in that car, I was, because it, it was those real emotions. Yeah. Like what that. happens when you, you and your friends are like going in a different verge? Like, do you still, do you still hang out? I don't hang out? out with my friends with kids anymore, hardly. <laughs> You're a horrible friend. Yeah. I am, no, no, because they don't. They're like, oh, wait, that's another podcast. Again, he's like projecting. Right. He gets arrested on the weekend. <laughs> he doesn't have him, and he lost his. Pin- oh, you know, it's okay. Well, I, well, I, I have, have no friends. I have so many questions okay. about seventy well, off, off my off mic, we'll talk. But, yes. <laughs> okay, so the ne- last question is: um, so obviously you've been killing it with the comedy stuff. Oh, like, thank you. Um, so if you were given your own world tour right mm-hmm. now, headline Yvonne Orgy, who are three comics that you would take with you to be your to be your co-acts or your opening act? I would take Zainab Johnson, hands down, and Chinedu Unaka. Oh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, Zainab Johnson, if you don't know who she is, she's phenomenal. Okay. Um, she's absolutely, like, every time I do a show and I'm like, I'm able to like have someone on the bill, I'm like, Zainab, you free? I think I think once the world like gets a hold of who she is, like they're gonna be like, what? Yeah, and Chinedu okay. Unaka, another Nigerian, they actually take him on the road because uh, he opened up for me at Caroline's open up for me um, just in uh, North Carolina and I I do that because before I got to LA I literally had no clue of anyone or anything Mm. here I remember seeing him on Facebook like friends of a friend and Unaka is a very Igbo last name name. and I was like you're Igbo Mm -hmm. you do stand up help me Mm -hmm. Um, and he was just like get to LA and I got you and sure enough I got to LA and he was like all right well 
just come to the clubs with me and I'll introduce you to the people I know. And he like he didn't do anything extravagant. Mm-hmm. He just was like, I looked out. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you need is for someone to be like, oh, yeah, 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 Yvonne, she's funny. Like he saw me perform or I sent him some tapes. And he was just like, oh, he vouched for me. And so now it's like, hey, Chin, I'm doing five shows. You want in? And it's yeah. like it's not a thing for me to return that favor to him because he helped me out at a time when I didn't need, he didn't need mm-hmm. to. Um, but – He's also very funny. No. Um, uh, so I think Chinadu and Zainab. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, uh, I kind of like, yeah. I would also like some, if I can do like asterisks, uh, Rami Youssef and Vlad, Vladimir. Yeah. This is your comment. This is this your, is your tour. Oh, oh, you can do whatever. Like, you can't have like five opening yeah, acts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it fun ever coming out? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have all these opening acts yeah, yeah. in like two minutes. Like, thank you guys so much for coming. Um, this is your world. I mean, like, this kind of bleeds into our final, our final, final question. Our Facts. Final, our final yeah. fact. That, that's hard. That's hard. That's, that's I, I think you have to end it because yeah, that yeah. can also like be yeah, problematic. Yeah. Um, the, our final, we always ask this to all of our guests, and you kind of mentioned this already with the, your your three acts. But like, is there underrepresented voice in the industry, actor, writer, producer, storyteller, who you think isn't getting enough play that deserves to be in the oh spotlight? And then you, you already mentioned like four. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how much time you guys got? Yeah, like, I mean, I think there are a lot of there are a lot of fresh voices. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I just read this book called Freshwater, um, mm-hmm. also by uh, a Nigerian author, Akweke, and it's so different. And mm-hmm. I literally was like, do you want to make this movie? What do you mm-hmm. want to make this? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? With <laughs> um, there's that. There's um, Yagyasi. I, I read Homegoing, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, brilliant, like, writers. Um, there is a young lady uh, named Ego. Um, she's, uh, like, improv. She's a... Uh, a writer and um, like improver and also actress. There's so many people. Yeah. The thing about it is like the same way Issa like really gave me a chance because there's no reason why like HBO or any other producer should have taken a chance on me because mm-hmm. it's not like you look through my credits and like she guest starred and did this. It was just like, no, nah, I was just doing comedy for a mm-hmm. long time. Issa would see me performing. Then I went and auditioned five separate times before I actually booked Molly. But it was just like having someone be like, She's funny. And then mm-hmm. also having had done the the trailer for um, First Gen, First Gen yeah. was what like the producers could be like, oh, okay, I see her. She can do, she can obviously act mm-hmm. and she can, um, she directed this and oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah. So like that was kind of like my calling card. So, but the reality is as flattered and I'm grateful for people to be like, you're really good. It's like, they're like, 500 other me's mm-hmm. that were also really good and like I'm I'm better now after season three but like at season one it was like there was something raw there and like all the like Melina and Prentice and everyone pulled something from me to make me a better version of myself as a, as a performer but there's somebody out there that has raw talent that like if if only we could take a risk yeah. on yeah. some people because who knows what's in them? You know, like people get so excited by finding someone fresh, and then when they find someone fresh, they're like, "We only want to exactly, use this person." It's like, exactly. hey, yeah, or you can find people. some other Another, fresh yeah. people, yeah. and then it's like create more roles because yeah. now you see different people. Like Tiffany Haddish has been doing stand up for forever, forever, yeah. yes, forever. In fact, we and her did like 
uh, like like a spoof or something like when I first got here and it was like she was funny then and now to see people like Tiffany Haddish it's just like I wonder who she passed on her yeah. a long time ago yeah exactly and it's like kicking themselves in the foot exactly. now but it took one everybody, person everybody wants her now yeah and they can't have her yeah because she's busy she's busy yeah. book blessing busy. busy but there, there are other people that's the point like you said there are other people out there that are just they just need that one shot and, and, that's you, all and, need and sometimes you just take a chance on people and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and it's like all you can do is try. Exactly. Um, because the same way now you're like, oh, we want Yvonne. It's just like, thank you. I really do appreciate it. But like, if Insecure never existed, you wouldn't even know my name. Mm-hmm. Oh my or maybe God. you know my name in a different <laughs> But like, <laughs> yeah, you know you what I mean? Yeah, I see what it took mean. one person being like, and it took a network like HBO with this premium cable that's not hung up mm-hmm. on like, the, I think HBO actually prides themselves on discovering new talent. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, remember like with The Wire, all those. Like, oh, exactly. Like, now mm-hmm. look at where they are. Yeah, There's a little true. guy named Michael B. Jordan that was <laughs> yeah, on there. Little There's guy. a little guy. There's a little right? guy. There's, There's a guy named Idris Elba. Just some random. Yeah. You know, Omar coming. But it's just like, yeah, if not for the opportunity for a network to like risk some things. It's like I mean I think that's I think that's what made Hollywood fun and fascinating before. Was yeah, the risk. the risk. Yeah. yeah. Now everyone's playing it. The safe. discovery. You discover somebody at the mall or something, but now it's like you're the right. mall discovery <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's that. like yeah. do you have an agent? Exactly. Have an how, many, how many things have you how, done? How many followers on Instagram do you have? <laughs> no, that's another. I heard that was another thing too. Your yeah, followers. It's, 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 yeah. it's a lot. And it, it kind of kills the kind of kills the vibe and, and the, the magic of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, well Yvonne, we started. <sighs> but no, I, be, I no, think I, you you bought like oh god, you you bought some really good stuff today. Yeah, it yeah, was a great conversation, you know. And thank you so thank much. Thank you for coming. I, I we would love to have you back if you want to be the third co-host. You can. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I would also just want to know what your friends think about you, kids, <laughs> and also what you did to get arrested. We're gonna have a okay. session. We'll, sure. we'll have it. This is gonna be an off mic. It might be a special episode. <laughs> it's a special. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Kim, Thank you so much, Yvonne. That was great.